Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 44 of the Valley Sports Guys podcast, live from Perked Up Cafe here in McCain Avenue in Charleroi. I'm Mon Valley Independent Assistant Sports Editor Jose Negron, joined by our fearless leader, Jeremy Slew. Good morning, Jer. Good morning. And we got Mr. Naz Victoria in the house. It's basketball season again. Naz is back. Good morning, folks. Good to see you, Naz. And we got Nick Hicksonball running the ones and twos. Good morning. Good morning, Nick. And we got a lot to discuss here. We'll get right into it. Uh, didn't have a show last week. You know, spent some time with the family. Had, had a couple of long days at Heinz Field for the Whipple Football Championship. So we decided to uh, take a day off from the podcast here at Perked Up. And uh, a very busy weekend at Heinz Field, Jeremy. Uh, two teams that made it, one team that became Whipple champion. Sarah Catholic defeats Beaver Falls, forces nine turnovers en route to their first Whipple championship in 14 years. They get it done, and then this past Friday, they get a big victory over Farrell to advance to the state championship for the first time since 2007. So, Sarah Catholic Eagles, their season ain't done yet. Their season's not done, and it, they're running into basketball season now. So, yeah. uh, congratulations to them. I know their their defense was big again on Friday night. Uh, another couple. I know they had a pick six, and I think they had three interceptions. Three, yeah. Uh, so, congratulations to them, and their coaching staff and those players were uh we won't be in hershey because we're nasga has us a little busy this weekend mm-hmm. but uh but uh our buddies at the trip are going to take care of us and we'll have that coverage for you so right yeah, the, this sarah catholic defense has been absolutely dominant 20 turnovers over the last three weeks 54 they have forced on the season um, and they've been focused all year on getting those 16 victories that they need to to win a state championship and they are one win away uh, from that uh, Southern Columbia I believe is the team that stands in their way and they're uh, they're they're a 2A powerhouse so yes. it's yeah. it's it's going to be interesting to this see is, if Sarah Catholic's defense can continue I think I read this is their 17th straight trip to the state championship game mm-hmm. I think it was yeah 12 or 17 but yeah they're they're pretty good how come they're not in 4A I don't know. <laughs> like Aliquippa is. Aliquippa is going to be in 5A now <laughs> that they made the state title. Yeah, I know. Really? Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, they're going up to five. They have, According to the formula, they have to go up to five. Wow. After so. you make so many cha- – that's what I'm saying. After you yeah. make so many championships in a row, there's a formula that moves you up. So this right. Southern Columbia team is playing in what, 2A? They're playing 2A. Yeah. Yeah. How? I don't know. Wow. See but, how that uh, goes. But, yeah, I mean, just a, an unbelievable run here for Sarah Catholic, their defense and – you know, credit to Akeem Robinson, what he's done with this group, but um, have had a ton of success against really, really good offensive units. You know, we talk about how good Laurel was. Stowe Rocks, another team that was averaging over 40 points per game. Beaver Falls was averaging around 35. And in that Whipple Championship game, they're up by, Sarah's up by two points, and then in the last 15 minutes forced three turnovers, turn it into points, and is able to, to pull out a 35-12 to 12 victory. So, um, And then again, another high-scoring team in Farrell. So Sarah's defense has really led them to, uh, to what they're, they're doing right now, and we'll see if they, uh, they got one more solid performance up their sleeve. It proves defense wins championships. It does. Absolutely. They've been saying it all year. The, um, the, the, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the team that many suspected would win a Whitfield championship did not. Yes. Uh, Bell Vernon, 27, what, 27-16? Yeah, I think so. 27-13, I thought. Yeah, 27-13, 13, 13, yeah. yeah. Uh, they lose to Aliquippa. Um, not much to say about it. I mean, 
Al yeah. Alequipa was just the better team. They I were. Mean, they were the biggest know, was, team. I know that. Yeah, yeah their their offensive the line was was uh, was phenomenal. Um, you know, Taquai Hayes, a freshman who just ran all over Bel Vernon's defense. John Tracy provided a nice complimentary back um, to uh, to kind of change things up, yeah. and um, just De Bel Vernon couldn't stop. Devin that tried. Yeah, Devin. Did everything he could to get his team back into it in the second half, mm -hmm. and he—I mean, he did for the most part. But they—they yeah. they scored the second touchdown, and then Aliquippa runs back the kickoff, and that was seals the dagger. The deal. Yeah. So, uh, but congratulations to Bell Vernon on a great season. Um, I know Devin was devastated after the after the game, but you know, no reason to hang your heads. It was a great season. That's their first loss of the year. Yep. Um, but uh, that program will be back. We we talked about it before about how. Coach Humbert has built that into a legitimate program. And uh, newsflash, it looks like Bell Vernon's going down to 3A next year. Wow. They are, what do you say? 41. 40-some kids below the line. Really? To go down to 3A. Wow. So it looks like Bell Vernon may be playing down. Do they want to go down? <clears throat> I think they're going to just play where the number lies. Yeah. That's what I'm understanding. They should I would. be dominant in that. They should be. They really yeah. should be. So uh, I know Especially Woodland Hills Central is Valley coming going up. Yeah. Woodland Hills is coming down two classes. They're going to be in AAA next year. I know West Mifflin's falling as well. So three um, A still could be pretty interesting, and that's where uh, oh Elizabeth Ford is lurking. Mm -hmm. So uh, we might get that well. uh, Route 51 rivalry there back. But uh, yeah, so it's going to be going to be interesting to see. I think. This week is when schools have to tell the Whippeal if they're going to play up, play down, play where they lie, you know. Right. Actually, I don't know about that anymore because there's, like, a discrepancy. They're waiting for the PIAA Yeah, now. there's a discrepancy yeah. with, like, Votech students or something like that. Yeah, it's it's a mess. They, it's a total mess. So They'll yeah. figure it out. They'll figure it out. Yeah. But uh, it's it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. So. Um, switching gears a little bit, you know, again, congratulations to Belvern on a great season. Sarah Catholic, good luck to them Friday night as they play Southern Columbia up in Chocolate Town at Hershey uh, for the 2A championship. Um, but as we switch gears, we got got a busy week coming up. We got a busy weekend next weekend as basketball season has arrived. The Mon Valley Independent Shootout Classic tips off on Friday carries over into Saturday. A lot of great matchups. Naz, I know you're here to talk mainly about the tournament. Um, kind of give people, I guess, a little snippet of what we can expect over these next two days. Well, that should be a great tournament. I mean, for the first time in many, many years. I, when, when did the um, McKeesport Daily Classic and, and the Mall Valley shootout end? 2005 was the last MVI shootout, or Mon Valley shootout, and then 2006 was the last Daily News. That's so, been so 15 years. 15, 16 years, yeah. Yeah, 15 years since all of the Mon Valley teams were in one venue for a showcase to see all of the talent that we're going to be able to go and watch for the rest of the season. I mean, it's going to be really interesting from that perspective because, you know, you get to sit down, watch all the kids. Yeah. And if you're like me, you get to plan out the rest of your basketball season of, of who you want to go see and, and what storylines are going to be building from, from this very first weekend. Unfortunately, we won't see the entire Sarah team, but the rest of the teams will be intact there. Everybody, I understand, is in practice. Yep. Um, Sarah's only missing three kids, too. Right. They're, so they're not, not missing like a lot. They should be there. So. They, they're, out of those three kids, how many are starters? 
Um, Maybe Ward. Probably Ward's the main one. Ryan Brooks will probably be a starter, maybe a bench player, and then Michael Shank is also on the roster. So um, they, I'm talking to AJ Corso. He has three of his main starters still still back, um, or still set to play. I know Isaiah Petty will probably get uh, a start next weekend. Uh, Brendan Cooley, um, Joey DeMoss, and then mm-hmm. I believe two of their other seniors that have been at all the open gyms and things like that. Uh, Corso is going to give them an opportunity to start too. So. So just looking through it, I mean, there's a couple interesting storylines. Clareton, McKeesport, um, Ringgold, I believe that's all. All have uh, new coaches this year. I was going to say that first game, we get two new coaches. I think I'm covering that game by the uh, coverage plan I sent out. you know, And that was the storyline for me was two new coaches making their debut on top of Matt Rowland making his debut at the court he used to play on. <laughs> well, with, him and his whole with staff. With his teammates. With his teammates, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, run so, down the so – you want to run down so the that schedule? Game, no, not yet. Let's, okay. let's, just, let's just talk about a couple teams. That game in particular, I don't know much about Clareton. Um I know they had a couple young, tall, long kids on their team last year watching them play that that uh, will be back for them this year, well, I'm sure. And they also have a full two weeks of practice in because they didn't make it as far. So that's going to be big for them, is, uh, especially with a new coach, uh, Rashad Hatton, who used to play at Cal U. Um, that's their coach? Yeah, oh, that's great. who their coach is. So, uh, you know, he, um, he has two full weeks, two and a half full weeks with his uh, team this year, so... You know, I expect they'll be hitting on all cylinders, you know, by the time the second game rolls around. First games, you know how first games go. Right, Lots right. of turnovers, some confusion. But I think by Saturday we'll start to see some real high-quality basketball. And then Ringgold in that first game at 3 o'clock on Friday against Clareton. Like the aforementioned, Matt Rowland will, will uh, be making his coaching debut. I think that Ringgold is going to shock a lot of teams this year. I have high expectations for them. I think that they're going to be a playoff-bound team. I think that a young freshman by the name of uh, Moore is going to come in there and and make some noise. And uh, they have a couple other kids that that came back out for the team. They have size, speed. They look look like a 5A roster this year. That's what I noticed. They had... The day I was there for the preview store, they had 33 kids in the gym, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, I know cut downs were coming and everything, but still, I mean, that's huge compared to the last few years. So. And then um, you have Manesson and South Allegheny playing at 430. South Allegheny has two big departures off of that team that, that almost went the whole way last Four. year. Four big departures. If you count Wesley DiGiorgio and Aiden Sloss coming off the bench and Providing size, okay. It's four big, four big losses. But when you lose Omar Faulkner and um, yeah. and Epps, those are two big losses. Yeah, I mean Faulkner literally was six foot six and and a human eraser, and, right. and, and uh, Epps just took over games when he needed to. Manesson, I think, is another team that may be a surprising team this year. So we'll see how Lorenzo Gardner Jr. steps up. They have. Uh, Coons. They're going to need back. him to set up because Coons is the only returning starter. So, right. and which is the first returning starter Bosnick has had in his four years at Manesson. So, we'll see uh, how he steps up. That is that's included in my 
preview story in Thursday's uh, annual basketball tab that people should pick up. So I think Coons could play. I mean, he showed me a lot last year. Yeah, he's really good. And, you know, he could go inside, he could go outside. Lorenzo Gardner, if – if uh, he puts it all together, going from his freshman to his sophomore year, he could become a star there. And then they have a freshman coming up. I'm, oh, what's the boy's name? Dozier. Dozier, Daniel Dozier, mm-hmm. who, if he could keep himself on the court, all right, he'll be able to help them out a lot too. Sarah Catholic and Chalera at 6 p.m. on Friday. So we're doing the games on Friday because of the late start at 3 o'clock. We're going to intersperse them an hour right. and a half each as opposed to the two hours each we're doing on Saturday. Right. But um, at the f- 6 o'clock game on, on Friday, we have Sarah Catholic and Charleroi. Sarah, I know little about. I know Joey DeMoss played summer league. He played very well out there for his uh, team in the summertime. Um, I don't know a lot about the other kids that play on that team. I haven't seen They them. like to play up-tempo. Mm-hmm. And press and run a little Cooley, bit. So. Brennan Cooley is going to be a big part of that Cooley's team. Okay, averaged, he's back. Yeah, averaged he a double double last year. Uh, was was great in their playoff win right. um, against uh, Carmichael's, I believe. Uh, Twenty three points, I think twelve rebounds. So I was impressed by him in that. Playoff. They're they're going to need him to to come up big. Isaiah Petty's going to get an opportunity. I mean, he's going to have to to show what he can do. And, and AJ Corso already said he's more than just a three point shooter. We saw it uh, in the summer when he had eight threes in a game uh, and had tw- finished with twenty four points. So he's going to have to come up big. He's going to get some some quality playing time as a sophomore. Um, didn't really play a whole lot because they only had a five game var- a junior varsity schedule last season. So. He's going to get a lot of playing time, and they're going to see what, you know, obviously Joey DeMoss has been there a couple years. He has valuable starting experience. He's going to have to step up as a, long, a young guy as well. And then Charleroi has pretty much uh, three new starters. No, two new starters. Gavin Thays is starting for them. He's back, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have, um, you have Will Wagner, who played for me. Big senior year should be for him. Caruso. And, and uh, Jake. And then... Uh, yeah, the one thing I talked to Wilts about the other day is uh, they have some size. They got this the Jacob King from their football team. He was at an offensive tackle. He's like 6'4", 280. Never heard of him. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to take up some space in there for uh, them. I know Coach Wilts is pretty excited about him. Naz but, uh, obviously didn't read the football tab. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> or uh, go to any football games. Uh, um. <laughs> yeah, so uh, – yeah, Charleroi. So that's good. You can't teach size. No, you can't. But uh, Charleroi is going to be a real streaky shooting team, like they are every year. They they're gonna they're gonna shoot a lot of threes this year. I could see them doing. I think that will will play his game. He'll be the leader of the team again. I think Jake is going. Jake and Faze are going to be two of the keys if they could pull off uh, good seasons and shoot a decent percentage. They both shoot the three ball a lot, right? Yeah. So, we'll see. Belvernon and McKeesport. Well, Belvernon. What a way to start the season. Yeah, right. That's going to be an awesome time. I didn't realize how much talent was still at McKeesport from last year. A lot yeah. of it. I totally forgot about Dunny. I forgot that he's still there. Really? You know, he's like, only, he's only a junior. And he's, yeah, right. Right. He's exactly. only a junior. I didn't forget about that. That, that game's going to be fun. <laughs> I mean. They have more than Much just to everybody's Listen, chagrin. They have Phenom Marion, who's yeah. six foot six and is going to control the, um, the inside. They have 
Um, baby Barkley's back this year. Andrews is back, yeah. And then they Dustin Strom. Dustin Strom was a big it. part of, of last year's team as well. Um, Kanye Thompson's still there, still yep. going to be valuable. I mean, they, they have a ton of pieces. Troy Blackwell has that team ready. I mean, don't forget about Holtzman, too. He's Caden Holtzman. He was a great defensive player. Yeah, he, it's Blackwell has them ready. And, um, you know, just going to their practice last week, you know, he just he has them focused on, you know, the little things. And, and once they are able to, to make all those little things come together, he feels like everything else is going to come into place. I'm interested to see if they use their athleticism this year where they well, full court press somebody all game long. That's what he said. He said they're going to have to use that because, I mean, that's I mean that's what you're going to get at McKee Sport every year. You're going to get athletes who are in good shape coming into the basketball season. I know basketball shape's different than football shape, but you're going to have a lot of football players that are on the basketball court. Great. You're going to have a lot of quickness. I mean, it, it's they're going to have to use that to their advantage. Create turnovers, defense wins and, championships. Yes, much, sir. Much to the chagrin, and we all, you know, I was, we were sending texts throughout the week. Much to the chagrin of everybody, and it started with the Ringgold guys, I'm sure, is Devin Whitlock is playing basketball <laughs> this year. So let's uh, stop with the, oh, my God, Dev ain't playing yeah. stuff, because that is not true. You wish. I know, right? But uh, that kid wants a championship, and I think they have a team that can go get it this year, and he's going to do everything he can to get them there. So, you know, Bell Vernon's... They're going to be loaded up. They loaded. got a lot of pieces. Loaded. loaded they have They're, kids. They have gonna four be coming kids that off can the, score 20 points a game. They have kids coming off the bench that could be starters. Yes. Like any team. Yes. In the Mon Valley. Yes. What any I'm, team. What, what I'm looking forward to with Belvern is seeing Quinton take that next step. You know, last year he was coming off the bench. He was doing a great job as being, you know, basically the sixth man. And then towards the end of the season, he was getting more starts. You know, he was getting more experience. Now, a full year of development, too. You know, seeing what he was able to do in the summer league, having another football season under his belt. Where can he be as a sophomore? Does Does Bell Vernon take the moniker of Dunk City this year? They may. I'll tell you what. It's, it's very interesting with Bell Vernon because they not only have – good players, they have good pieces. Right. They have Daniel Gordon, who does it all, but can really shoot from the outside. You have Dev Whitlock, who does it all, but can really take the ball to the hole, right. distribute, play, get down underneath you defense. You know, they have um, Quentin, who does it all, right. and can jump out of the gym. Right. He, he's a guy that can move up and down and, and has vertical. You have who else? Um, you have Kovach, who's a defensive specialist and gets rebounds and right. will energy. just hustle and just give you everything he can give you. And, and, and it's funny because all those names you're mentioning, Salvino said the one to watch out for is Braden Locks. Oh, I know that. Six, five, coming six, off. four, six, five coming off the bench. Good footwork now. Really took a step forward in the summer. It, it, I'm, I'm interested to see if you add a big guy to that lineup, I was just That's about to say. Dangerous. Well, you also have Polot coming yeah. off the bench, who I understand he, he is grew growing about, about six three now. He's, six they, two. they said he's throwing it down in practice too. And don't forget about Alonzo Wade, who's on that team as well, who could play ball, and he's six one six. And two. everybody knows, I mean, in a good way, what a pain in the ass Trevor Kovach is defensively. Oh yeah, you know he runs around all over the place, and he. Uh, you know, he's going to pick up some steals, you know, like Coach Salvino said, hopefully get a couple garbage points, you know, six six points a game or something. I mean, Bell Vernon's loaded up, and they're going to be for the next few years. 
So it's going to be fun to watch. But we're going to enjoy Dev's senior year and Gordon's senior year for sure this year. I mean, they're so going to be the, fun to watch. So that's the game at 730, and that'll be a great one. And then the next game, you, you just mentioned everybody, Devin, is playing. Well, these two teams, unfortunately, lost a couple players. Yes. But they'll still be good. Yeah, they'll be all right. But they did lose a couple players. Um, Thomas Jefferson only has, I think, one player back with significant playing time from last year. Yeah. I, don't, I can't remember his name. Burger. What was it? Who? I'm pretty sure he... Evan Burger. Yeah, oh, I'm pretty nah, sure Evan Burger. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. The one who probably won't come back to the summer league next year because you're his coach. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you, you mentioned Elizabeth Ford, Zach Boyd out for... We'll still say indefinitely with a broken foot. Hopefully that's only a few weeks. But, uh, yeah, he was one of the players I was excited to watch this weekend. But uh, he'll be there, just not on the court. Charlie Mila. Charlie Mila will be there. Another one of my summer league players. Charlie will be taking over the reins of, of uh, scoring for that team. I believe, uh, I believe Charlie Niggett is also nah, I heard good things about him on the and, court, too. And I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. He's not the biggest kid, but... You know, we saw it during football season. He is a menace on the football field, and I think he's going to carry that over to the basketball court. So too. far, he has, Coach Loftus said. Yeah. So far, he's as, a as advertised. Yes. And he'll probably start now that Boyd's out. So. Yeah, I think he's going to you know, kind of be thrown right into the fire. I mean, they have Daniels back, you know, which is good that you kind of have a, a veteran presence uh, there. Um, Turner so boy. They, they, Isaiah Turner, who, who played uh, in the summer league as well. So, you know, they have some, some young talent there. Um, it's just about putting it all together and not having your star on the court to kind of lead the way. Some of these younger kids, you know, Milab's only a sophomore, but he might have to step up into a, a leadership role uh, rather quickly. Well, we mentioned Thomas Jefferson's sophomore and Evan Berger, who, who is a uh, up-and-coming player for sure. But mm -hmm. Who did the preview on them? Jose, you? I did not. No. Who did? Does anybody know what else they have, really? You're the one who signed I them. I don't really know what else they have. Um, they have Joe Lexi. Joe Lexi, basically a, a, lot, a lot of football players, um, yeah. a lot of athletes. Um, I know Lexi is there. Brody Evans, who uh, was the backup quarterback. I think he's going to be the, the starter next year. Um, I saw him at practice. Um, you know, I saw Elias Lippincott at practice oh, as yeah, well. Oh, yeah, I did hear him come out. Um, you know, so, so they have some – they have football guys. They have athletes. I mean, that's what TJ does. You know, they have a TJ's couple of pure basketball players, right. but then they, they kind of surround they're, them with, with, uh, with football guys. And with Dom DeSico leading the way, they're a team that's going to muck you up. They're going to be physical. They're going to work in the half court. You know, they're, they're going to play their style of basketball, and that's going to be effective for them for sure. They're going to create offense off their defense right. and their, their hustle. I mean, that's we've seen that so many times with guys like Ian Hansen, Preston Zandier. I mean, those guys – were, were hustle guys, you know, up and down the floor, and, and they would capitalize on the other end uh, by hitting shots. But, you know, they lose those guys. You know, they lose Jake Pugh, who I think was kind of the heart and soul of that team last year as their point guard. Um, you know, Aiden Kelly, um, Ethan Duncy. I know, uh, I believe um, jo uh, Jordan Mayer is not playing this this year. So, you know, that's a big loss in terms of Mike Swiggin as well. Um, so, you know, there there's, uh, there's a lot there that, I think McSwiggin was actually a senior last year. No, he was a junior. Was he a junior? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to have a, a lot to replace, but, you know, they have athletes. So we'll, they it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, they do that. And Coach DeCicchio benefited from Thomas Jefferson taking a early exit as well. Mm -hmm. Now he was able mm -hmm. to um, have his get, whole team. Yeah, get 
get the football players in the gym and play. Uh, another word about the tournament this weekend: we are selling passes for the entire day for both game for both days. So, one price you get to see all five games. Right. You can come and go as you please if you want to come to the three o'clock game and then come back for the seven thirty game. Not a problem. There will be uh, passes available at the door, or you could purchase them right now at the Mon Valley Independent Office at 1719 Grand Boulevard in Manesson. We're next to Laida's. Um, you come up there, you can buy passes today, tomorrow. Well, not today, I guess. Don't buy them today. Starting tomorrow, you can buy them. You could also, they'll be available at the door as well. Um, so, want to move into Saturday? Yeah, I mean, run down the matchups real quick. Tell them who's playing who. I mean, we talked about each team, so right. if you want to run down the matchups, that's that's cool. Saturday games look great as well. You have Shalroy playing Clareton at noon, followed by Ringgold and Sarah Catholic with a 2 p.m. tip-off. South Allegheny and Elizabeth forward at 4 p.m. They're next-door neighbors. They don't really play a lot against they each don't. other. They don't. McKeesport and Manesson, the, the city game, 6 p.m. And then there's going to be a special halftime um, hoopology demonstration as well. Um, Cyber Athletics has been our overall sponsor for this entire tournament. Yes, thank and you to them. Yes, we thank sure. you big time. Big time. And, um, and so they're coming in. One of their divisions, Bology, is going to come in and do a demonstration. It's uh, It's – all electronic, I guess, app applications for kids to improve their uh, skills, not only in basketball, well, Bology is specifically for basketball, but other cyber athletics applications, yeah. improved training, um, nutrition. I was gonna say, they go everything yeah. from nutrition to you know skill training to mental health uh, services, so it's, it's an interesting thing I was reading up when I did the story about their sponsorship this week. It seems pretty interesting. And then after the city game, we have the biggest rivalry happening in the Mon Valley right now, and it carries over to basketball season, yep. and that's Belvernon and Thomas Jefferson. TJ's beat them the last two years. Last year's game was crazy, right? Yes, it was. <laughs> it was. But uh, I'm sure uh, that's something that is Belvernon – players are going to be looking forward to. They got them this year twice in the football field. They want to get them in the basketball court, too. So. I can hardly wait for that one. That's going to be, be fun. 8 p.m. tip-off. That's going to be a great game. Um, also, I'd like to mention we do have VIP seating available for this tournament. You could buy a VIP pass, um, and that would include a special seating section where you can spread out a little bit more as well as complimentary water and snacks during the games. Um, never know. Might be a couple other little benefits coming here. See, what, We'll see what we can find at Sam's Club this week when we go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you, you might find a Nas Victoria autographed item in there. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants that. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. This has been a long time coming. We were supposed to have the tournament last year at Ringgold High School. Got to mention Laura Grimm here. Laura Grimm was instrumental in the planning of this tournament, even though it's at Belvernon this year due to the construction at Ringgold's gym. Um, she really was instrumental in setting this up. We had meetings for, for close to a year now setting, setting this up. First with Laura, 
while yeah. she was at Ringgold and then moving over to a meeting with Matt Humbert at, at Bell Vernon area. And, and they have picked up the baton right from Laura and ran with it. And, uh, yeah. We're meeting I, them tomorrow morning. Yeah, so I really. Don't forget the donuts. <laughs> Same. You, you better call me in the morning. I'll call you in the morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but Matt and Bell Vernon has been gracious and, and done a great job as well. And, and I think that this is going to be a first-class tournament whenever we get up there on Friday. So. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Anything else we want to talk about this morning? Um, I don't know. Is there? I got to give a shout-out to uh, Nick for uh, wrangling the Hartman sisters. He will be at the <laughs> VIP door checking heart, uh wristbands for us they're gonna work for us this weekend so which ones both of them henson well two the henson henson, henson jartman henson. and grayson henson grayson, and, and grayson and jensen will be there yeah. and hasten yeah. henson and hasten yeah see what i have to deal with every day <laughs> but uh yeah so they're gonna be there checking the vip passes for us and we'll have them stock the snacks and water and stuff like that we got, so a, nice. we got a full uh crew of staff we helping do. us out so we, we we're do. very appreciative of uh everyone's help in in anticipation of this great two-day event and well, um i gotta give jeremy a shout out because i read his cover story that's going to be in thursday's basketball tab and is going to be part of the program for uh the tournament uh this weekend and he did a phenomenal job on it um, awesome. you know goes into the history of i was telling of the two, a, bit, a little bit about it got yeah to, got i'll to talk call. him up he doesn't have to talk himself up. i got I'll to call uh, bill cleary while i was sitting on a beach at key west so that's always fun you know <laughs> <laughs> he told me i'm going to florida tomorrow I'm like great Awesome. Yeah. Um, he a great guy. He he's is. a phenomenal guy. Uh, you know, I think it's just, it was, it was a great story. Kind of detailed the, the background, how the Daily News Classic started, how the uh, Old Mon Valley shootout started. So uh, to be able to bring those two to get two tournaments together, I think it's special, especially for some of these coaches who were a part of that, you know, not just as coaches, but some players. of those players, yeah. you know, so it, may, it means a lot. And, um, you know, I'm excited to, to uh, provide coverage. I know we'll, We'll have every single game broadcasted. We'll be covering every single game for the Mon Valley Independent. So uh, we'll have the full coverage of, of the two-day tournament and uh, every single game. So and that's on YouTube yeah, on, it'll be on our, the MVI Live channel. I yep. believe the basketball games will also be on the Trib Network. HSSN. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're, we're working on uh, getting our, our, our games broadcasted on, on Trib Live, on Trib it's HSSN. A, it, so. It's a done deal. I mean, and I, we got to give a shout-out to Alex. Has done uh, a great job. And yeah. Nick. Because I, I watched the hockey game on Thursday. It looked great. We watched the scrimmage, the Belvern and girls scrimmage on Monday. That looked great. So Alex is doing his job. Got it off the ground, and now it's time to run with it. It's a, it all starts this weekend. It's a new era of MVI Live, and we cannot be more thrilled to have um, Alex, have Nick, um, everybody that, that's helped us you know, grow this venture into what it is. And, um, yeah, I can't wait until we, we get on the court on on Friday and, and kind of move forward with that. We, well, you well, can, I here, see what you're going to do if you want to go ahead and think. Yeah. Let everybody know who's sponsoring this big shindig. Right. We mentioned Cyber Athletics. They're our premier sponsor, but we have quite a few other sponsors that we really need to give a shout-out to. Um, Bowser down in Pleasant Hills, they're a gold sponsor for us. Highway Appliance, thank you very much. They always support us. They're a big sponsor. California University of Pennsylvania, soon to be the Penn West. Penn West, California. They're a gold sponsor, as well as Penn State, Greater Allegheny, and Fayette campuses. They got a gold sponsorship from us, and 
J&D Waterproofing, they're our final gold sponsor, our silver sponsorships. Um, thank you very much to Elite Physical Therapy, Emilio Gels. He's You've heard him on our show here on the podcast. He um, also does the Summer League. He's, he's a silver sponsor. And another uh, Summer League representative, B Graphics, two silver sponsors. And then we have a, quite a few bronze that I'm going to give a shout-out to. Mon Valley Alliance, thank you. You guys do so much for the Mon Valley. By George. Thursdays, by George. Pork Chop Thursday, don't ever forget about that. Nope, not at all. <laughs> Jana Six Pharmacy in Manesson, thank you very much for the bronze sponsorship. Z-Bart, Rust Proofing in McKeesport. And... One of our favorite places, and people just loved my description of their French fries last year, the Foster House. <laughs> <laughs> There's nice, fluffy fries. Pillows. Pizza burgers. But Friday, Saturday, Fridays and Sunday. And Sundays. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, thank you, to, yeah, to all our sponsors uh, for their work and their support. I mean, they're doing good things for us, and we appreciate it. It made things a lot easier. It really yes, did. So. it did. And to provide this opportunity for our basketball teams. For so, sure, so. so you mentioned the basketball tab earlier. Yes. So that basketball tab will be in Thursday's edition of yep. the Mon Valley Independent. The basketball tab will also double up as the program for the tournament. We'll have those on sale at the door for a dollar. But if you really want to get all the news of the Mon Valley, see what's going on, pick up the paper on Thursday – you could bring the tab with you to the game. You won't have to pay a dollar for it. And uh, it'll be in Thursday's and We edition. should have rosters by Thursday as well. Yeah. So that would be good. And I I'm, did get Elizabeth Fords today. I, I got to say, I'm very proud of uh, the work we put in, in uh, a for short this tab. Of in a time. short amount of time. I mean, people don't realize that we've actually done this all in the last week. Yes. <laughs> so we've been yes. uh, going to a lot of tournaments. We've been – or tournaments. We've been going to a lot of practices. We've been talking with a lot of coaches, whether it was over the phone or uh, in person, um, and have been putting in a lot of work. So, uh, you know, thank you to to all of our great writers, um, you know, Adam Brewer for the work that he's done, uh, to all our photographers, um, you know, Mike Darnay, Jen Cotalupi, um, Jeff Helsel, uh, Bob Smith. Uh, I don't know if I'm forgetting anybody, but, um, you know, everyone has put in so much work to, as always. Even uh, Nick Hicksonball has Nick a Hicksonball. preview story yeah. written. Yes, sir. Picked um, up the pen a little bit. Is that your first? <laughs> yeah. first one. First yeah. one. Might nice. be at the top of page one tomorrow, too. <laughs> Um, I haven't read it yet, so we'll, we'll decide that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to end up I did, on three. I did read it. I did read it. It wasn't it's bad. Good. It it's wasn't good. Bad. Um, but, yeah, thank you to, to everyone who's, who's put in the work to, to make this possible. Every year I think we, you know, have more and more pride in it, and um, this year is no this different. Really, it's funny because we had the least amount of time, and it's the earliest we've ever had everything. And I'm pretty needed. sure you and me had the most stories we've ever had in a yeah. single tab, and we just knocked them all out in a week. So Good um, job, guys. I, I congratulate you. Are you, you going to read it, Naz? That's Please best. read You'll read this. He'll, he'll read this. Naz, one. just read it. I'll read He'll half read of it anyway. <laughs> no, you'll read, <laughs> you'll read every single one. <laughs> I'll read but, uh, half of yeah, it so, uh, Yeah, so check that out. I know uh, Carl's actually producing it today. He's laying mm-hmm. it out today. I know we'll be down there tomorrow reading it and making any changes we need to make. And uh, yeah, other than that, it's going to be. I'll tell you what. Since it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long but quick week. 
Yes, this very week's quick. Gonna go quick. Yeah. I have a feeling, but it, there's going to be there's still a lot to do. So, mm-hmm. so you guys did the whole tab, and we talked a lot about the boys' teams. Why don't you give us a, just an overview of the girls? So that we don't give too much away, so they read our tab on Thursday. But um, girls basketball is going to be interesting this year around the valley. I think a lot new, of young teams, new young faces, teams, new coaches. Yeah, uh, Melanie Greco at California. Melanie Greco yep. at California. Amy Gumbert in McKeesport, which Matt is Bacco an interesting. Matt Bacco at Sarah Catholic. Yeah. Matt Bacco taking over for Cleary. I mean, a legend. You I, know. I told Cleary it's not going to sink into me that he's retired and, until I don't see him on the sideline. And uh, Saturday, which we're, we figured out a way we're going to get Mike down there for it, but uh, they're dedicating Bill Cleary Court. It's Sarah Catholic nice. High School. So uh, Mike's going to go down there, shoot some pictures, and then come to our tournament. Um, a little ceremony. I know they're officially dedicating Major Corley Court in Manesson on Saturday as well. Um, Alicia Gallus is going to send us some pictures. I don't know if she knows that yet, but she's going to. <laughs> <laughs> She'll hook us up with that. Um, but yeah, um, it, girls, it's going to be interesting. New Kenny Johnson at Frazier, uh-huh. another new coach. Um, yeah, it's going to be up in the air. I know we have some players coming back from injury. I know Jenna Dawson's back at Bell Vernon yep. uh, for Slagus. So that that's going to be interesting. I think we're actually there next, not this coming week, but next week for their first section game uh, for our game of the week. That's full so. circle for Kenny Johnson. It is, yeah. Yeah. He started out as the boys' assistant there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Good yeah, for him. I'm gonna have to give him a ring. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll get more in depth, I think, into our uh, previews of girls' season. We can do that next next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll, because we'll, we'll recap the yeah, opening we'll, weekend we'll d- for we'll sure. We'll d- so. definitely uh, give them um, you know some some time here on the podcast to to kind of preview the seasons more in depth and uh, see what they do first week uh, of action. So I'm gonna throw you guys a curveball since we mentioned the Gallus name a few times already, um, and we're sitting in Charleroi. I'm gonna throw out. How about George Gallus opening up a nonprofit gym here in in Charleroi, PA? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys did a G-Force story Athletic on that. Athletic Club. Yeah, Jeff Oliver did a great job on that story. Um, yeah, it's a good thing. Oh, I know yeah. it's something he's always wanted to do. He's, yep. I know, talking to Emilio about it. You know, even in the last year, you know, it's something that it took a while, a little bit longer to come to fruition than they would have liked. But you know, he finally got it here. It looked like he had a good turnout. I mean, I think, what, 25, 30 kids were there. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I know. George told me a lot of times that boxing is what changed his life. Yeah. So. He's in the the sports history a lot. Yeah, and he's he's gone on to be a successful person. And and if that's what it took to change his life, then – and he's able to share that with other kids in the Mon Valley. It's one of the best things that you can hear of a story for. Yeah. And that's on top of the borough building, correct? Third floor. Yeah, third floor of Charleroi Borough Building. It's nonprofit. He doesn't charge anything for the kids to come there and learn out of box and mm-hmm. and um, learn other things about life. Yeah. Yep. And he doesn't. He's always been a good guy. Known him for years. Yep. So. Good guy. I know he went to school with my parents. So. But yeah, anything else we want to touch on real quick before we hit the bricks here? Can the Steelers win today? Nope. 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 They're tanking. Here's what I want to know. You two are the sports editors. Yes. Mm -hmm. Jose, you're the assistant sports editor. True. You're in last place. 
Yeah. In the Fearless Five. Yeah. What's the I matter? Had a rough, I had a rough You did week. have a rough, you know, a rough beginning season. of the week. No, I didn't. I'm in second yeah, place. Third place. Third place. Six games. That's, six that's games separate half. all five people. You know, there. I knew Jose's downfall is when he picked Frazier to yeah. beat Charleroi. That's, uh, that's I, when I lost hope for Well, him. that's when I lost hope, too, because I did it as a joke. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. He didn't want to finish I in would first never place. pick Frazier on purpose. <laughs> yeah. The only, hey, the only high school game I lost this week was uh, the Penn Trafford game, and yeah. to be honest, I feel better picking against them. So. Are you yeah. still in last place? Yes. Yeah. Dead ass last is what his trophy says from last yeah. year. Yeah. He'll be picking up his second one. It's yeah. a it's a it's a it's a <laughs> bobblehead of a of a donkey's butt, and you hit it and it bounces. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. working on his second. That's one. That's his annual trophy. Yeah, my show. But I might this. have to give up my trophy. I think uh, I think Holtzman's actually in the lead now. Yeah, she, he is. Yeah, passed he, up Bree so mm-hmm. far this weekend. Yeah, he passed her up because they were only one game apart, and then I was only two games behind. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the one good thing is we all picked against the Steelers, so we'll all get a, a, right. a, a win this week right. in that game. So I must say, though, I was right on with my uh, Rage and Cajuns pick. Yeah. And my uh, – what's what high school game is the one I – Well, you picked against Sarah again, so yeah, my, you the lost Utah, that one. The Utah-Oregon game, I'm the only one to pick the Utah team. And I'm the only person who picked Red Bank Valley to uh, you, defeat you Bishop Canavan. You so, are. You know, I, and I was the only one who picked Sarah to beat Stowe Rock. So I've had a couple wins this year. You know, I, I I'm looking at individual wins. This is a bridge year for for the next for, for, next for I think 2026 when I actually win it. 2026. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Jose, you got any anything you uh, want to grind your gears about today? Um, you know what? I'm for the first time uh, in a year and a half. I'm going to forego my segment. Really? Yeah, I'm feeling very moderate. Not really angry at anything. Not feeling great about the life either. So, you know. Uh-huh. Life really changed Jeez, as he walked man. through the door, yeah. I guess. Just, wow. Yeah. <laughs> nah, so I'm going to give you the best thing I saw all weekend, and it's pretty clear by what I'm wearing. Yeah, you know, Pitt and Michigan won. Yeah, but you know what? It's a big middle finger to all those Ohio State fans that said, congratulations on finally winning one Yeah, last week when – uh, Michigan beat Ohio State for the first time in eight years, so rightfully so. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I and I, I put out this – this is going to echo my tweet from last night. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing more annoying in this world to me than Penn State fans and Ohio State fans. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Pitt is the ACC champion. Yep. And, and segue real quick. Can we talk about Kenny Pickett's fake slide yesterday? Yeah, it was great. Wow. And I just got an alert that – Wake Forest head coach is calling for a rule change now because he got burned on it. And uh, anyway, but Michigan is the Big Ten champion. And for as annoying as Ohio State fans and Penn State fans are, Mm -hmm. I am going to be double so more annoying for the next 365 days. That's good news for all of us. Yes, it is. It'll be entertaining at least. I mean, I have no uh, allegiances whatsoever, so you do you, buddy. All right, I'm good. But uh, I will say – I don't want Kenny Pickett to get drafted by the Steelers. I do. Why not? I'm, I'm on that Because train these now. people, he, he plays like two bad games. These people will crush him. Crush him. You know what? If, if, see, the, if the Steelers don't make the playoffs, which it's not looking they're real not good. They're not going to make the playoffs. Right Look, let's just say you, when they don't make the playoffs. You look at what Pitt fans if. said about Kenny the last three years. They weren't great things. I never said anything real bad about but, him. But, you know, this season he's been phenomenal. Has more touchdown passes in this single season than he has in the last three years combined. So, you know, he's had a, a great season, but I just I don't want people to. So if the Steelers don't make the playoffs, 
when when the Steelers the don't make the playoffs. They, they will get a decent uh, decent draft choice, right? Yep. They'll be like top Let's start 10. by saying the Steelers might not win another game. Yeah, you, I think uh, I with to that. finish 5-11. Yeah, if they, if they get a good draft pick, you have to look at what's available. If there's a good offensive lineman available early on, you take them. I disagree with that. I think they're building their offensive line right now. I think they've already – they have, what, two rookies? I think Najee Harris disagrees. They have, they have two rookie starters, okay? So and, and Wrong side. You have a bunch of guys that are first, second-year players on that offensive line. I don't know. I think they have their offensive line of the future. Here's the thing. It took them like two, three years to gel the last time they did this. I think they they need to build that before they get a starting quarterback. The Steelers are already set that they're going to have more salary cap money than anybody in the NFL next year. Really? They will rebuild. Ben announced yesterday this is his last season. Everybody knew this was going to be his last season. But I think you need to take a quarterback. I, at first, I wasn't on that. I was, wagon, I was on taking a quarterback last year when the draft class was way better. Well, we got this. We have a sleeper sitting right in the stadium that they play in. Right. As long as it's not Mason Rudolph, because he stinks. <laughs> I he would still take recover from that concussion. Yeah. <laughs> you mean when he was I don't know assaulted with a to. football helmet, <laughs> a deadly weapon? <laughs> Who everybody loves the guy now again, Miles Garrett. But uh, anyway, but yeah. So honestly, I, I think mean, the Steelers should draft pick it if he's there. He's going to be the first quarterback taken. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he might. Pick is going to be the first quarterback taken. Yeah, I think so. That's what they're saying. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would not see that happen. He's going to be in New York next weekend for the Heisman Trophy presentation. Too. He ain't going to win it, but he'll be there. Yeah. Um, Seems like NFL coaches will go to other programs first, at, from my perspective. And it's also about you know if the Steelers can even. Grab him, you know. Is a, is another team more interested in him? To the, be- to the best thing that Kenny Pickett quarterback. did was come back to school. Oh, absolutely! He was going to be a third, fourth round pick yeah. last year. Yeah, because no that because that draft class was so yeah. loaded. He made millions and millions of dollars by coming back to yes, school. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. If he gets drafted by the Steelers, great. He should wear Tommy Maddox's famous number, Melvin Ingram's favorite famous number, number eight. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Hey, the Steelers haven't won since Melvin Ingram. I just don't – exactly. Well, they, they shouldn't have dropped him because <laughs> they then all their linebackers got broke their legs. Metaphorically, that's not, like, literally. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, if it happens, it happens. But I just – I don't want to see Steelers fans crush him if he has a bad start or, you know, I mean, a starting quarterback diving right you mean in. like you crushed the offensive lineman already today? Yeah. He dra- I'm telling you, they're going to draft yeah. Kenny Pickett and Aaron Rodgers is coming for one year. No way. No. No. <laughs> no. Anyway. Aaron Rodgers, maybe like, no. No. Definitely not. I'm not playing for this coach, but that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> Freaking clown. Anyway. Anyway, I got my dad joke of the day today. Great. Right, Let's hear it. Aren't you excited? Yeah. What do the elves <laughs> use to clean Santa's sleigh the night of Christmas? I don't know. Sanitizer. Wow. That's good. Anyway, see, the Naz likes it. He's all about the hand sanitizer and being clean and stuff. Mm-hmm. You done? I'm done. I'm cool. Thank Let's God. get out of here. Hey, next week, <laughs> hey, next week we're coming at 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock <laughs> yeah, is that's, the time. That's the plan. That is the, that, no, that seriously, is the that's time. No, seriously, 11 o'clock is going to be when we record this podcast next week, and it will um, air later on during the day. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's all we have for today. Nas, we're going to need coming. an extra hour of sleep. 
Uh, yeah. Wait next a second. weekend, anyway. Gentlemen, next Sunday. Okay, yes. yes. Never. We're going to need some sleep Sunday morning, so yeah. we're going to come at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in to episode number 44, the Hank Aaron episode. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just, <laughs> for real this time. Yeah, for real this time. I, we kinda, was, I think we kind of got a little George confused George. the last couple I think couple there was, weeks. like, three different, like, numbers dropped. Yeah, there was the, last couple we, we, we forgot 43 and 42. Yeah. <laughs> um, we apologize for that. We're back on track now, though. You know, we're, we're figuring and it all out. Two more episodes, and I think Alex gets to join in. Yeah, yeah. And get our sound we'll, effects We'll back talk too. more about that uh, in, in a few weeks. But uh, actually, in a few weeks, we'll – We'll have we'll have a few more episodes before we take a two week hiatus um, for the holidays. So um, we will be back here perked up next Sunday, I believe at eleven a.m. So for Naz Victoria, for Jeremy Salou, for Nick Hicksonball, I am Jose Negron. Thank you for tuning in to episode number forty four of the Valley Sports Guys podcast. We will see you guys next week. Have a good Sunday. <laughs>